0: Yo, yo, check, check this, out. this out previously heard previously heard
1: Good Hope FM. Let's go. This morning, we're talking about South Africa and the fact that South Africa is determined to turn the tide on the obesity crisis. But everyone needs to act to make healthy choices easier. Now, this is from children to adults, women to men. Overweight and obesity is an ever-increasing risk in South Africa. And the link between obesity and the onset of non-communicable diseases, such as type 2 diabetes and heart disease, is well established. And during the past two pandemic years, uh, we've also seen obesity, obesity rather, highlighted as a serious COVID comorbidity leading to complications and even death amongst those who tested positive for the virus. So here to chat to us more and to tell us more is a registered dietitian and spokesperson for the Association of Dietetics in South Africa, Kelly Skultz. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Thank you so much. So good to have you here, Kelly. Now, my first, very first question is: Why uh, do we need to build awareness around obesity?
0: Yeah, that's a good question because I think we, you know, everyone's aware that there are lots of us who struggle with weight and obesity. So, what does it mean building awareness? I think what we need to talk about more is, you know, taking it away from just how it affects us individually. You mentioned that. You know, there's there's obvious health risk associated with obesity, yes. so actual diseases that we can experience as individuals if we're overweight or obese. But taking it a little bit further than that, what does that mean for your family in terms of your ability to work and bring in an income and your security as a family? What does that mean for productivity in South Africa generally? And what does that mean in terms of cost? To our country. So it becomes a very much bigger issue than just how you experience it as an individual. It's actually a really, it's a very important factor for our country and the health of our economy. I mean, it's estimated that the cost associated with complications and management of diabetes, for example, which is really linked to obesity, that's up to 2.7 billion rand annually. That's a huge expense to our healthcare system.
1: Yeah, for those who are not aware or sure of what obesity actually is, uh, can you explain it to us? Yeah, I mean, in very simple terms, um, obesity refers
0: to the accumulation of excess fat that leads to increased health risk. So it's often associated mainly with abdominal fat and the fat that develops around our stomachs and also internally around our organs. And Very simply, if you check your weight, you can figure out your body mass index. And the body mass index of more than 30 kilograms per meter squared is Mm -hmm. considered
1: obesity. It's classified as obesity. I think most of us understand that if we are overweight or obese, then weight loss is important to protect health. But weight loss is sometimes really difficult. Why is it so challenging? And do you have advice as to how people might be able to help themselves um, to, to lose weight? Sure. Um, I think, okay, starting out, we
0: have a tendency, m- many of us, to have a there's a bit of a stigma attached to obesity and overweight. And we often think that if someone's struggling with their weight, well, they must simply just be not exercising mm. enough and eating too much. Yeah. Um, and it's not always quite that simple. The equation is a little more complicated. You know, Things like the environment that we live in and the amount of sleep that we get and the amount of stress that we experience all contribute to an impaired metabolism. So there are things that we need to think about beyond just exercise and healthy eating. Um, For example, are you managing your stress levels? Is there any emotional eating that's coming in? Are you watching and believing a lot of food marketing that you're seeing all over the place? Are you following fad diets or are you following good quality nutrition advice? Um, So when it comes to being really consistent with your eating habits, it's not always just glamorous, fun diets that you're on. It's often just the day-to-day things that really help us be consistent so i mean as a dietitian i'm always encouraging people to think Mm. about how much fiber they're eating yeah and fiber comes in vegetables it comes in things like beans and lentils it doesn't have to be glamorous Mm. (laughs) there's no special supplement that's going to make weight loss happen better than eating enough vegetables and eating enough fiber and eating a good variety Mm. of food so some of it just comes down to planning your meals a little bit better instead of buying takeaways and convenience foods because the environment that we live in, the foods that we're exposed to often at work or when you walk into a store, they're very tempting and they're very convenient, but they're not actually going to support your health. Yeah. And some of the foods that we need to eat are better off assembled at least or prepared at home.
1: Mm.
0: So simply cooking meals at home more, planning your food a little bit better at home, and eating more whole, real foods rather than packaged, processed foods. That's a really good start.
1: Yeah. I just got a message on the WhatsApp line that said, weight loss is expensive. (laughs) I I love that.
0: (laughs) because it's really not expensive. It's expensive if you're buying exclusive products or Mm -hmm. if you're trying to follow a trendy diet where you're eliminating certain foods and then you have to eat lots of other foods. But if you are following something basic, so for example, in South Africa, we have the South African Food-Based Dietary Guidelines that are incredibly well-researched and absolutely based on foods that are affordable and accessible for all South Africans. And if you follow those South African Food-Based Dietary Guidelines, They are simply encouraging things like eating plenty of vegetables, doing some form of activity. You Mm -hmm. you don't have to join an expensive gym or do a fancy online program or get a personal trainer. You can just move around your own house and put on your favorite second time yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. go for a walk with a friend. That is not expensive. Mm -hmm. Um, Lentils are not expensive. Um, Whole grains and eating brown bread rather than white Mm -hmm. and eating cabbage and onions and carrots, those vegetables are not expensive. Maybe it's... It's expensive. Nobody ever said you had to eat asparagus and salmon to lose
1: weight. (laughs) True story, (laughs) even though it tastes good, but you don't have to. Um, Kelly, I also saw here that the World um, Obesity Federation reminds us that the roots of obesity runs deep, and I think that that's also something really important to focus on. Um, that there are things that one has to consider, like bi- biology and genetics, uh, life events, mental health, uh, the food systems that we have, um, you know, that operates in our country. It's not just a cut and dry situation. Uh, there are so many different facets to it. But I love the fact that uh, when we realize that there's a situation that needs to be tackled you just have to start what other things can people incorporate into their lives to help this weight loss journey be a bit easier
0: yeah so i mean once you've looked at your overall eating habits and maybe tried to bring in some activity first of all if you're really struggling to do that Go to your doctor or a dietitian or another healthcare professional and say, you know what, I have this issue, I'm trying to lose some weight and I'm struggling and see what they can help you with. Mm -hmm. Because maybe you're at the point where you could do with some medical attention, maybe you could take a medication to assist with blood glucose control and actually checking in with your doctor will also highlight things like cholesterol and help you with that. So, you know, checking in with a medical professional is a really good start and then looking in a little bit of a broader way at your overall environment. You know, what is going on at work? Are you in an environment where you're able to eat properly? Is this something that you could speak to your employers about? Um, What's your stress like? Are you able to manage your stress at work? Or is that also something that you could speak to your employers about? And that's not just about being overweight, that's just about general health and being comfortable in your workplace. Um, If you're concerned about, safety in terms of physical activity and getting out, you know, that's also an environmental thing. There are ways that you can address that. Maybe you can travel a little bit to do some walking somewhere else. Maybe you could get a group of people together in your community. Um, Things like food marketing and the food environment are harder for individuals to control.
1: Mm.
0: But the interesting thing there is that we do have control over what we are purchasing. Um, It's very tempting to buy things that have a lot of marketing around them, but you always have the purchasing power in the end. You are the one who's going to the vending machine or going to the shop and picking up the packages and spending your money on highly processed food. So there is, you know, there's an individual aspect of it, but then obviously the environments where we do have some control or where we're even creating those environments. Like if you are an employer, how are your employees experiencing your approach to health? Is it something you've even considered? um you know even in your immediate family you can protect children and adults from developing obesity and being overweight if you're starting out with a good breastfeeding regime yeah, good yeah. quality feeding practices when you yeah. start to introduce foods to your children mm. so it there are many many factors and it can seem quite complex but when you are willing to take a little bit of ownership for what's happening in your life and then you're also aware of what's
1: going on in your community and in your families
0: you know there's a lot that we can do together to make this
1: possible. I love that and I think that we're going to have to do a part two Kelly because I'm getting so many messages here and questions even advice for type 2 diabetes which we unfortunately don't have time to answer right now but that guide one more time that you named for us in the beginning where people can go for just a little bit more assistance.
0: Yeah it's called the South African Food Based Dietary guidelines mm. So It's a nutrition plan Based on real foods It's Beautiful. not it's complex to understand yeah. South African food
1: based dietary guidelines You can look it up online download a version of it love it weight loss simple. is not expensive and Kelly said so thank you so much Kelly for <laughs> your time so um, if you do have time maybe for a part two we'd love to engage with you again you're absolutely awesome and amazing uh, the whatsapp line is absolutely blowing up so we'll chat to you again very very soon That's Thank you. It's such a pleasure. There we go. Kelly Scults, registered dietitian and spokesperson for the Association for Dietetics in South Africa. South Africa is determined to turn the tide on the obesity crisis, but everyone needs to act to make healthy choices easier. It's all you need.